Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the We Believe Do You Paranormal Podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Michelle. And today we have a friend of mine named Keith. And give us a little introduction. Keith, who are you? All right. Well, uh, very happy to be on here with you guys. Um, uh, my name is Keith Murphy. Um, I am a, a career martial arts instructor, uh, which is actually where, uh, where I met Michelle. Um, you know, through a time with our association or martial arts association, um, you know, kind of getting together California for trainings and, you know, testings and so forth. Um, I am 30 years old. Uh, I live in, in, uh, uh, Tom's river, New Jersey. So if anybody's any, if anybody's familiar with like Jersey shore, we're like 10 minutes from where that was all filmed. Right. Just to give you, <laughs> nice. you know, a little bit of perspective. Um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. That's, you know, that's my day in day out. Yeah. Fun fact, guys, I'm a black belt. Fun fact, guys, I'm also a black belt, but not in the yeah. same association. It's a pretty awesome association. Um, so, Keith, uh, I didn't really get a whole lot of backstory as far as like what you're going to share with us today. Um, um, so I'm excited to hear what this actual story is. Plus, maybe you can share a few others with us after that. Sure. Um, all right. You guys want me to just kind of dive right into it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, go for it. All right. So from from my experience now, I grew up in in Jackson, New Jersey, my whole life. You know, as as far as being a kid, and uh, we had this house that um, was very unique. Right. Uh, any one of my friends that had ever come to my house, they had always you know loved being there. It's just really cool architecture, just a very different design. Um, so there were a lot of bedrooms, right? And I grew up in a family where uh, at one point we had nine people living in that house right? wow. and everybody had their own room and everybody had their own space. So that kind of gives you a little, like a little perspective on the size. Um, and there was one room that kind of like my brothers and I, we kind of like rotated every couple of years when, you know, somebody would move out, then somebody moved to that room and then, you know, and so forth. Right. So, when my brother was a teenager, uh, I'd say he's probably 10 to 12 years old, some, some, somewhere in that range. Um, he got the good idea one day to take a box of crayons and melt them on the baseboard heater. Right. So imagine crayons like melting on a oh, heater, no. right? How, how terrible that is. So he gets in a ton of trouble for my mother and he's got to go up there to clean it up. He's up there. He's, he's, he's trying to scrape, you know, crayon out of the carpet and all that. And out of nowhere, apparently, this is what I'm, I was told, the drawer of his dresser, like a smaller one, comes, pops out of the dresser and wiggles its way down the floor to what? the bedroom door. What? what? And so he's in his room like, you know, I just got in trouble. You know, I just did something stupid cleaning up. And then that happens, right? He, he didn't know what to make of it. He just you know, you know, gets up, runs out of the room. My mom doesn't believe, you know, anything. Cause she, you know, she's an old Italian woman. She's just like, nah, whatever, get back up there, cleaning stuff, trying to get away with it. <laughs> right. So that happened. Uh, God, I must've been, I must've been a baby, maybe, maybe two years old or so. So, so uh, fast forward a couple of years and I distinctly remember when I moved to that room, um, walking into my room one night and I had this, like, I had this, like, windbreaker suit i mean this is like the early 90s so everybody had like some weird color windbreaker suit oh, yeah. you know i mean mine was green and i purple. remember <laughs> i think i had the same one <laughs> so i distinctly remember walking into my room 
and this damn thing was on my bed and the whole windbreaker suit gets up and starts walking towards me. What the right? fuck? Oh, and, no. And it's it's the same room that this happened <laughs> to my brother years prior to. Now, I'm a kid. Like, I'm probably six, seven years old, right? Give or take. And um, freaked me out. I had no idea what was going on. Yeah. Now, at the same time, right? I don't know. But, like, I was into a lot of horror movies as a kid. You know, I grew up with five older siblings. So mm-hmm. whatever they were watching, I was watching. You know, if my brother was watching, I don't, I don't know, The Exorcist. I'm five years old going, hell yeah, this is great. I loved it. I no, thought it was hysterical. Right. Yeah. So like, that was my mentality at the time as a kid. Like I, I was, you know, seeing horror movies and action movies and all that. But this scared me. Like watching The Exorcist at five, I was fine. Walking into my bedroom and seeing, you know, this thing coming at me was so weird. Yeah. And, it's very different seeing it come like in real life as it is, you know, watching it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Absolutely. Um, and, I, I mean, you know, we're talking 20, 20 something years later. Um, I remember sleeping downstairs on the couch for what felt like years. It was probably months. You know, if I really mm. go back to it, I talk to my mother about it. It's probably a month or two or so. But I wouldn't go into my bedroom unless the lights were on or it was daylight. Like mm. that, was, that was it for the longest time. And... As far as I know, there was like never really anything else that happened, um, you know, in that room or anywhere else specifically in the house. Like every once in a while, you know, we would kind of notice something out of place or whatever. But that was really it. Um, but I, I just remember as a kid that one thing, and ever like ever since then, I've always had like a walk in the room, got to turn the light on first. Yeah. You know, walk in the room, look around, see what's going on, make sure everything's where it's supposed to be. You know check every corner kind of, kind of deal ever since then, you know, when I was a kid. Um, but that was really my first time ever experiencing anything that I couldn't explain. Um, you know, and a little more backstory about myself is, is that I'm not a huge, huge believer in all this, but I have experienced some things that I just can't explain. Right. Right. So there's gotta be something to that. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm not a religious person, but I'm a spiritual person. Right. And, Whatever that means, it's beyond my understanding. So until there's a way for me to understand it better, I just chalk it up to whatever it is it is, you know, and just try to not dwell into it too much. But I do remember certain things. And like that was one that, I mean, 20, you know, 23, 24 years later, I still remember like vividly. Like I could see it. I remember the color of the room. I remember the color of the carpet. I remember exactly where my bed was, where this damn you know, windbreaker suit was coming towards me and just running back down the hall, down the stairs. Like I can, I can see it like it like, as clearly as I'm seeing you guys right now. Besides you two, like there was none of your other brothers or, or sisters or whatever had uh, any experiences besides that, that you know um, of or that they've maybe talked about at the time. No, <clears throat> at the time, you know, my family is not a very, um, talk about their feelings kind of family, mm-hmm. right? Okay. So if something something happened, it might have been like a funny story and then it kind of gets all looped in with whatever funny stuff's going on. Everybody's cracking jokes at each other. Excuse me. Everybody's cracking jokes at each other. So it's kind of hard sometimes to really decipher what happened versus what's a joke, right? right? Um, and we're kind of the family that we, you know, we'll, we'll share a couple stories around the dinner table every once in a while on a holiday, but we like to like live in the now, 
mm-hmm. not as much in the past. There's not a lot of past stories that get you know brought up. Like I don't know a lot about like my mother's childhood or anything like that. Right. She just doesn't talk about it. You know what I mean? And I don't ask. Um, you know, something I could do more often. But as far as things happening in that house, um, I can't think of anything else specifically for that house. Mm-hmm. Um, there were there was another example that I'll get into that was around the same time period, maybe a couple years later, mm-hmm. um, which was the passing of, of my grandmother okay. and and that experience. That was that was pretty wild, actually. That yeah. was, um, you know, like I said, when you guys are ready, I'll go into that one. Yeah. But uh, so, OK, well, the reason I'm asking is because what it kind of sounds like to me um, and it was something that I was kind of like hearing about recently looking into and stuff like that was uh, poltergeist activity. So. I in my so what I always thought poltergeist was a poltergeist was and because you know of the movies and stuff movies. like that right yeah. I always thought a poltergeist was a spirit like a separate entity and stuff like that that starts doing mischievous things around the house opening cabinets you know flinging plates throwing drawers moving lights turning them off and on and off and all that stuff but what I just started recently found out or started like kind of learning about was that a polter- poltergeist is actually a person so like, it's not a uh, like a separate spirit. It's the energy from a person that's causing things to happen inside the house. So if somebody gets stressed out or somebody is like having all these like getting all these emotions that they're not like kind of releasing, uh, they can they can start or their energy can start create making things happen like pulling out drawers, making the suit stand up and walk towards you. So that's why I was asking if other things happened and if those kinds of issues or things are never really um, dealt with, like even if you change houses, you can start having experiences in other houses similar to that because of that poltergeist activity. So that's the reason why I was asking about other experiences and stuff like that, Michelle. But super quick, I just wanted to add like going on with the poltergeist activity. Um, there's also this like trend that happens with poltergeist activity that it's usually when someone in the house, typically females, are like going through like puberty or like getting close to those ages. Like it's just like so much shit is, is like happening in their lives, and like you said, uh, Eric, more stress, like more like what the hell is happening to me? Why am I feeling this way or whatever? And that it can like yeah project just poltergeist activity, and uh, one of the other things that I've like read or looked into or like seen a trend of is aliens can also cause poltergeist activity (laughs) but we won't get into that yeah anyway but what i mean does does any of that like ring true or sound like yeah or no it it definitely does and it's actually got me thinking too because um actually recently within the last week i had an experience happen in in my house now Mm -hmm. um something that i couldn't really explain um and Without getting into, you know, too much details of it when, you know, there was a little bit of, you know, stress in the household Mm -hmm. and then it was like, right as that was like hitting like a climax of how bad it was, like that night had an experience of something weird. Yeah. And I guess I'll get to that one a little later because like that's a, you know, more recent. I'll go right right to the middle one if you guys are ready for that. Um, so I was 11 and my grandmother was in the hospital for for lung cancer, um, and you know, she it was kind of one of those situations where she was fine one day, and then like a month later she goes to the doctor, and they're like, "Whoa, you have lung cancer!" 
and then like just taper downhill quickly. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm grateful she didn't, you know, she didn't suffer, you know, long, but, um, there was one night I remember we were, we were visiting her. It was, I believe it was, it was me, my mother, my sister, maybe my cousin was there and we're in her room. She's all, I don't know if she was doped up on, on pain medication or whatever, but my grandmother was very lucid at the time. And, you know, we're, we're talking about a woman who was in her early eighties and pretty rambunctious, pretty, you know, pretty lively woman when she was healthy. But when she started tapering down, I mean, she was like, you know, in the fetal position in her bed for, for the most, you know, uh, most of the time towards the end. Well, this one day she was sitting up in the bed. She's talking to everybody. She's having a great time, big smile on her face. And we're all sitting there. This is pretty late at night. And we're wearing like those, you know, those stereotypical, you know, uh, uh, hospital, you know, white blankets. We're all like covered mm-hmm. up in blankets because it's cold in the room. Now, backstory, my mother's cousin, um, and I'm, kind of sad to say this but i don't exactly remember her name um she had actually passed away of a brain tumor uh like the week before this instance happened and we did not tell my grandmother that my cousin had passed away because we didn't want mm-hmm. to put any more stress on her right so that had happened that was done she had passed she you know funeral she was buried everything everything was done with that we're all sitting there talking to my grandmother. She's telling stories and she's singing songs and all this. And like, everybody's crying. Everybody's, you know, kind of an emotional time, obviously. And out of nowhere, my grandmother sits around, you know, she sits up, she looks at us like, you guys are so beautiful. You know, you guys look like angels. And she, and then she said my cousin's name and she said, she's here with us and she wants everybody to know it's going to be okay. Mm. She had no idea that my cousin had passed. Nobody told her. And Uh, that's one thing I know my mother has been very adamant about. Nobody told her that. And she sat up, looked at us all, called us all angels. I mean, we're all wearing white. I get it. She was maybe in like a lucid state. But then when she brought my cousin into the conversation, it was like, that was wild. That's beautiful. That was absolutely wild waves of chills that is awesome yeah no beautiful like when people have those experiences of family members coming in yeah and visiting again you know or you know just to kind of make you feel like okay yeah everything's good you know well and then like situations like that like how can you not believe that yeah there is something after death you know what i mean like yeah there's there's no way that your grandmother would have known and but your cousin was there. Like she showed up. I don't know. It's beautiful. And especially, I, like I guess, for her too, because like, you know, you're, you're, like you said, she was good one, like one month. And then the next month she's, you know, they, she finds out, oh, I have cancer. And then like later on, it's like, uh, or like she, she starts to go, like you said, downhill pretty quickly. You know, it's kind of like a comfort to be like, okay, you know, everything's going to be good, you know. And then also to give everybody else a peace of mind, because I'm sure, I know when we were when our grandmother was going through all of that, we were kind of like, you know, didn't know what was going to happen. You know, we were scared. You know, we didn't want her to pass and stuff like that. So, I'm sure it was a comfort for you guys too to hear like, you know, everything's going to be okay type of thing. You know, so absolutely. Um, you know, and again, as as a young kid, 
first real experience with a family passing, you know, family member passing away. Um, it was, oh, I don't want to say Trump, excuse me. I don't want to say traumatizing, but it was definitely a learning experience. It was a big learning curve there. I've never experienced that. It's like, you know, I was a kid that was raised by his grandmother, you know, when my parents were working, I was, I was over her house, you know, and being chased around with a wooden spoon and getting in trouble <laughs> for everything. Like, like me and my grandmother were close and, um, you know, I do wish, you know, to this day that I was older to appreciate who she was more. Unfortunately, she passed when I was at like a, an age where just, you know, nothing matters. You know, you take everything for yeah, granted. For sure. Um, but you know, there were a couple fun stories about her that always come to mind when I think of her and, you know, I've got a picture of her in my house, you know, that I always just keep up on the shelf too. But, um, that one experience of her in the hospital like that, I don't think I'll ever forget that. Cause mm-hmm. I was just, I don't know where that came from. I don't, I don't know what that was. You know, it's, I guess I have a hard time believing, even though it's right in front of my face sometimes. Like that was, yeah. there was something to that because mm-hmm. sure. she should not, she just shouldn't have known that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's uh, one thing to, to, uh, I don't know. Yeah. That like she, act, but she actually saw her there. Like that, that's mm-hmm. what like blows my mind. Not just knowing like, Oh, Hey, yeah, I know that she passed. It's like, no, she's standing right there. That's the awesome yeah. part of it. She, you know? she was there, you know, she was there with us. And the, the crazy part to me is like I said, I, I don't, I never really knew her, my cousin. Like I have a gigantic family. I mean, I probably have a fourth or fifth cousin at this point. And you know, people talk about their, you know, first cousin, second, third, <laughs> I'm, I'm talking multi, multi generations of, of people who, um, you know, a lot of them I've never met before. You know, I've, I don't know everybody that's in my actual family and I don't, I'm sure I've met this, you know, cousin at a wedding or something like that. But, um, the fact that she was there in the room, it's, it's just weird. You know what I mean? It's weird, but it's also, it's also very nice. Right? It's a nice touch. Um, but yeah, I mean, I had similar situations after my father passed away too, where there was just like weird things would happen. Like, I, like my father was a heavy smoker, so after he passed away, you know, we were you know taking stuff out of his house and you know trying to either throw stuff out or seeing what we wanted to keep, and everything was just so like nasty from you know cigarette smoke smell, and there was just very few things any of us wanted. So a lot of the stuff kind of got thrown out. You know, my two sisters, you know, they took some things. I took a couple things. And one thing that I did take was a, um, it's a poster, probably about two and a half feet long of the Golden Gate Bridge. And my dad loved the Golden Gate Bridge. He always thought it was amazing. He always wanted to go to California. He always wanted to drive across it. That was one thing he always wanted to do. And it's, it, you know, it's funny because we were talking about martial arts before um, you know, anytime I took a trip to California, he would always, you know, be like, Hey, you know, take me with you. And I, and I was like, I really can't, like, I'm kind of busy. I don't really have time to go sightseeing. And my father passed away, uh, five days before the 2016, you know, black belt mastery test. So this is a test where, you know, all the high ranking black belts in our association, we all get together to test for what's called, uh, uh, the mastery rankings, which is fourth degree and higher, right? So it happens once every four years. Everybody's putting tons of work to get there, you know, to you know, do the best job they can. And I was still pretty new to the association at the time. So I was, you know, putting in double time to try to catch up to be ready. And 
you know, lo and behold, you know, Murphy's law kind of kicks in and, you know, five days before the test, my dad, you know, passes away. So the day before I got on a flight to go to California, you know, uh, I had my father's funeral. Right. And then like from there went right back to my apartment and started training. Right? That's the first thing I did since I got home, took my suit off, started training grappling. Right. Cause I had to get on the plane the next day. The, now the, where this all ties in was one of the things we did on Tuesday of that test, which was called, uh, called a go ruck light, uh, which is, you know, pretty cool, um, team building, uh, experience. If anybody gets a chance to look up go ruck, you know, check that out. Um, we actually ran across the golden gate bridge. Yeah. And that was like, that was like my father's dream was like to, to, just experience the Golden Gate Bridge, not just drive across it, run, you know, but I got a chance to run across it. And when I actually, you know, I'm kind of go, bouncing around the story here, but when I got home from the tests, my sisters were in the process of cleaning out the house. So I was away, you know, for that, for that whole week. And they asked me if I wanted that poster of the Golden Gate Bridge. And I, just, I, I don't know, that was just weird how that all kind of tied together where that's something he always loved. He always, you know, admired and wanted to, you know, be a part of that. He passes and then I get a chance to run across the Golden Gate Bridge, come home. What's waiting for me is a poster that was in his house. One of the few things that wasn't completely smoke damaged and, you know, disgusting. Um, and I actually have that in my school. So that's in my office in my school. Um, you know, and I've got one parent at my school. She's, um, she's a highly spiritual person. Uh, well, really two people and both of which have said that they felt my father's energy in the school. Um, and it's always ironic that when they tell me these things, when they're talking about it, it's usually a day where I'm kind of having some thoughts about him or, you know, just thought of a story or he came across a picture on Facebook or something. And then one of these parents will come in and they're like, Hey, you know, kind of, kind of feel your father around here. Just want you to let you know that he's with you. Kind of, It's kind of weird. Right. And then, I, I thought that was going to change because I moved my school from one location to another last year. And one of the first things I brought with me was that poster, you know, put it back up. And then we started, you know, I started getting those parents saying the same thing in the, in the other location. So I agree with what you're saying that, you know, as far as like a poltergeist goes, it's not necessarily about one place, but that energy, whether it's positive or negative can follow you. And in this situation, I'm glad it's following me. Right. If, if that is something if, if that's something that's real, I'm glad it's real. You know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to shy away from it just because I can't, you know, physically see him or touch, you know, or, you know, have a conversation, but knowing that, you know, he's there and he was the, he was the reason I got into martial arts. He's the one that put me into it. Um, it's definitely nice. You know, it's very cool. I, I, I like that. The, the mastery test alone, sorry, Eric. Um, was just like a super emotional experience just in general. Like, and I didn't even have to deal with, I I knew your story I knew what had happened because, you know, they had kind of talked about it a little bit. And at that point I didn't really even know you. Um, Mm -hmm. But now that I know that backstory of uh, Golden Gate Bridge was something that your dad always, you know, wanted to drive over. And then I I had a smile on my face the whole time because I knew where you were going with it. And I knew like what the last little challenge was, was for that go work was to go over the Golden Gate Bridge. I was like, oh, my God, (laughs) it's such an awesome, awesome thing that or synchronicity, I guess. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And then coming home to a poster of the Golden Gate Bridge that I I don't know. I think that's that's the weird part about it is like. 
none of it would have made sense in the moment. I guess the more that I think about it, because this is this is a you know again a topic that I don't you know respectfully I don't spend as much time thinking about on a day to day basis, but it's something that I'll look back at. Um, you know, like you said, hindsight's twenty twenty, and I'll 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 look back and go like, damn, that was weird. Like, at the moment, I'm like, eh, whatever, right? Yeah. I just pass it off because I I try to live in the moment so much that when I see something. And if, if I can do something about it, like if it's a negative situation or something needs to be fixed, I can do something about it right then and there. Great. If I can't, I move it and I handle what I can handle at the time. So, so if something comes up that I just don't get, unless I have the time at the moment to try to understand it, I push it off. It's just how my brain works. Um, so in situations like my grandmother or like that stupid, you know, fucking windbreaker every <laughs> time i see a picture oh, somebody, anytime somebody posts like some 90s retro crap i'm like nah put that away <laughs> that's, like that your, that's your clown uh what's it called the that's my clown yeah. yeah yeah exactly exactly <laughs> the ugliest damn jacket i've ever seen you, sh- you shouldn't uh, have said that you know what i'm gonna be sending you later like fucking three <laughs> o'clock in the morning it's just a picture of a windbreaker well, I know, I know what the the not the thumbnail, but like the pictures that we're gonna post up are gonna be windbreakers so yeah. on the right. Facebook page. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find the perfect one. I'll send it to you. All right, oh, please do. Like, you know, I'll, I'll look back on it, whether it's a day later, an hour later, years later, and be like, okay, that was weird. You know what I mean? But I just keep moving forward. You know what I mean? And what really made the windbreaker thing weird, like I said earlier was the fact that it happened in the same room that an experience my brother had that he couldn't explain had happened years prior. Right. Mm -hmm. And to my knowledge, he never had any other experiences in there and neither did anybody else. But I thought that was cool to like find that out later on. Yeah. For sure. Being on this with you guys, which I'm, you know, very grateful and honored to be here. um, It gets my brain thinking more. Like ever since I agreed to do that, I'm thinking like, Oh, wait, I could talk about that or this. Like you start finding all those things that you put into, you know, a certain cabinet in your brain just locked away and then it just starts yeah. all coming back at it, you know. So one other experience, and this isn't so much myself personally, but a close friend of mine, um, at his mother's house, he um there was always an experience in this house, and I the only thing that I witnessed of it was this experience with the cabinet. So in their kitchen, they had these cabinets that lined the wall. I mean, there were every there was like more cabinets than there was any wall space. I, I never understood. I've never seen a kitchen like this. <laughs> but anytime, anytime somebody would go in there, they'd close the cabinet doors, right? And then you walk out, you walk back in the kitchen, and multiple of them are going to be open again every time. They went as far as to put like Velcro on the inside oh, of the wow. door and thing, put them shut. No, back open. Um, so like that was one experience. I mean, he, uh, he always chalked it up. I think it was to his grandmother, um, kind of playing jokes on them, but that was one thing with that. I mean, I, again, I don't know. I always just thought it was funny. Cause like, I, I would go into the kitchen and close them again and walk out, and, you know, kind of look back in like, yeah. Oh, no, I guess you need another 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> and then I forget about it. And you walk back in there like an hour later and all the cabinets are open again. Oh my gosh! No, it'd, be, it'd just be so weird. Um, and, you, and like you, you couldn't hear them, or like I mean, it was yeah. just they just. Oh no! Especially with the like Velcro, a, you would think that you could hear it, but no. 
No. It, it, it wasn't like a, a, like a fast thing, like a bang or anything like that, or, you know, yeah. cabinet doors flying open. It was just more of like when you play a joke on somebody and you just want to – just that subtle little – Yeah. You know, that little thing, I got you kind of thing. Yeah. That's all it was, right? That's all it was. Uh, um, I'm trying to think. What else? It just sounds to me like uh, Jersey's full of, like, poltergeists. They're, like, people who, like, like to open cabinets and move furniture around. <laughs> and fuck with uh, windbreakers and throw yeah. drawers across the <laughs> – Well, isn't, isn't it it – it's, like, weird New Jersey or something like that? Like, isn't that, like, a slogan? Or I was reading something or listening to another podcast and they were talking about just, like – all the crazy shit that happens in Jersey. Like there's so much weird stories. I've heard some, some interesting things. Uh, um, uh, there is a, I don't know if it's like an online, it's probably all online now, but I think there was like a magazine at one point called like weird New Jersey. Okay. And it was, and it would like talk about different, um, areas, you know, everything always centers on like the Jersey devil and that whole conspiracy (laughs) and all that. Um, which, I don't particularly know a lot about. Um, I hope it's a real thing because I think <laughs> that's pretty cool. Like that would just be awesome. But I also know that I don't know. I've never experienced it myself, so I can't really say one way or the other about it. But you know, Jersey, just like a lot of places on on the East Coast, being you know like the oldest part of the country as far as you know you know how the country was settled and so forth um there's a lot of um interesting history because you've got you know hundreds and hundreds of years of history you know whether it just be uh, uh, u.s history whether it be native american you know whatever there's a lot of history here um so like there's this one you know bar and restaurant that i used to go to all the time where part of the part of the walls and part of the ceiling were at or this like the actual same wood from a tavern from the 1700s that they were able to preserve wow. into the restaurant. So there's a lot of history and that's like right in the area where the battle of Monmouth happened during, during the revolutionary war. So there's a lot of like ghost stories that go through that place about them seeing revolutionary war, you know, soldiers walking around and like somebody go to the bathroom and there's a, you know, there's like a British soldier in the bathroom and like, oh, Jesus. It, it, it's crazy. Um, yeah. I've never experienced anything there personally, but it's interesting. It's mm-hmm. definitely yeah. interesting. Yeah. Especially knowing that that all happened right there. I can't remember what the, the term for it is, but there's a, there's, there's something, there's this theory or this, this thing. Stone where, tape theory. Yes. Where stuff gets imprinted into like wood and well, stone, stone. Like stone and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> or buildings, um, the land. Kind of yeah. like like a cassette tape type thing, you know, where it just gets like imprinted or ingrained on it. And that's why if there's stuff like, or wood from that old, you know, from, from a long ago, you'll start to still get those experiences from that time period because of this theory. So that's really interesting. interesting. Sorry. Didn't mean to cut you off on like your personal stories kind of went on a tangent there about just Jersey in general, but if you were going to say something else. Um, I mean, besides the uh, besides the thing when I was a kid with the you know with the suit, I've only had one other situation that has ever scared me, um, and and this is what I was saying before. This actually happened this past week. Um, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so in my house, I I live with two roommates right now, uh, my best friend and and his girlfriend, and. You know, just like roommates will happen from time to time, him and I have kind of had a little bit of strife with each other over the last couple of weeks. 
thankfully, because we're such good friends, we were able to squash all that and, you know, talk it out and move forward. But right as that situation started to kind of get to a head, one night I go to sleep, um, or at least I, I don't know if I was asleep. That's the thing. That's a weird thing about this. I don't know if this was a dream, but it, it felt so real that it's, it scared me because I typically don't remember my dreams almost ever. Um, and I remember this. So I'm laying, I'm laying in my bed. I'm laying on my left side and I hear some kind of a voice and it sounds like a female's voice. I don't know what it's saying. I have no idea, but I remember like, I mean, being completely paralyzed, like could not move. And I remember actually thinking scream for help and I, I, I couldn't. And that was the scariest part about it was that I felt helpless and it lasted a couple seconds. I mean, I don't know if I was dreaming. I don't know if I was awake. I, but when I woke up the next morning, first thing I did was, you know, tell my roommates like, what the hell? I don't know what the hell that was. Like was something like, were you guys yelling at each other? Like, were you guys up, you know, late talking or whatever? And they were passed out. They were asleep. They, they didn't hear anything, but it was a very short thing. I don't know why, but you know what you said before about like negative, like negativity or, you know, whatever going on in the house can kind of bring something about. And as soon as you said that it took what you said and what happened and kind of meshed it together and made it make a little more sense. So that's why I, like, I wasn't even going to bring that up. And then what you said made me think of that. I was like, Oh wow. We were actually having a pretty negative time here. And then that happened. And since things have been, better i haven't had any issues um so i don't know what that was i have no idea um but scared the hell out of me just not being able to speak was just like yeah that was weird it was it was so weird and and i don't know if i was if i was actually awake or or dreaming i'm not sure either way it scared me yeah i think like a lot happens in that in between state of like being half asleep and half awake i um from my understanding, that's essentially like what if you know how to meditate well, that's what you're putting yourself in that that weird like in between of awake and asleep. And um, so, yeah, like I, I think, yeah, if, if you can't really if you couldn't really tell whether you're awake or asleep, maybe you're in that weird phase. So it's easier for you to hear voices or maybe good. thankfully you didn't see anything. Right. <laughs> I think that would have been yeah, a lot creepier. No. Yeah. But I mean, just. It, or it almost kind of also sounds like sleep paralysis, like yeah. not being able to to move or, or say anything, just being stuck there. Um, but yeah, I know, I, I know. Sometimes I talk like I'm a ghost expert and I have all the answers, but <laughs> things that I've like heard or or seen, um, spirits, I guess, love negativity because that's like a there's lots of energy there yeah. you know what i mean like especially when people are arguing and like it's just so much like tension so they can feed off of it's that not better. only yours it's it's the yeah, other yeah. person's energy too so it's like just like amplified yeah and it's and it's a it's a very i mean i mean we see this even in politics and you know the news what you know what fuels ratings is gonna be negativity so it, it makes right. sense that if a spirit's gonna feed on something would be a negative thing because yeah. we all look over positive things like it's no big deal but then mm-hmm. when something bad happens, that's what we talk about, well, right? Yeah. Exactly, yeah. And I know they can make you scared, 
like that's okay. Now that energy of just that fear energy is out there too. So they could just feed off of that. And that's why they just fuck around and start moving stuff, opening cabinets, yeah. <laughs> making yeah, windbreakers walk. God. No, I, I'm going to, I'm going to get one in the mail. I know you're going to send me one now. <laughs> Probably. Probably. So, something's going to happen. Just, just wait, beware. Yeah. Oh my God. It'd be horrible. Um, but yeah, I mean, but it's gonna have the it's gonna have the school logo and everything. Oh, there on you it. go. Yeah, <laughs> you have to wear it. But it's you know like what? funny. I mean, if if you don't, if like since people can't see you, like you're this like big like tattooed like super tough looking dude, and it's like, but he's afraid of windbreakers, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Not all of them. Not all of them. Oh man. But yeah, that's. I mean, that's the majority of my experiences, and you know, as, as far as like like my belief and understanding of everything goes it's something that i've never really um spent too much time dwelling into um or or researching and trying to understand um but i think it's something that i i I probably will spend more time on now you know that that it's you know in the forefront of my mind at the moment and Mm -hmm. put a little more effort into trying to understand because i do think there is something and there is a reason why so many people have experiences and so many people go through whether it be communicating with a loved one or something, you know, negative, unfortunately happening and whatever that is. Um, like I've always had a fascination with, um, exorcist, you know, uh, possession kind of movies. Like mm-hmm. if I'm going to watch a horror movie, nothing gets me. Like I, I hate to say it like this cause I'm not like some devil worshiper or anything, <laughs> but like I get excited to watch a possession movie more than like a slasher film or even like a poltergeist kind of, you know, just ghost story. But if yeah. it's a possession movie, uh, I love it. I, I, it's, I find it so interesting. Do you uh, think that's because when you were younger, like you said, you, you saw the exorcist when you were five with your brothers and sisters and you thought it was the greatest thing. Do you think it has to, uh, has anything to do with that? Like just because it brings back good memories, not so much negative. hundred percent. If I have to be fascinated by a certain genre in of, of movies, it's horror and specifically, you know, possession. Possession. Yeah. Um, like there was a movie that came out maybe five or six years ago. Uh, Deliver us, deliver us from from evil. If you haven't seen that? Check that out. That's it, a, I I heard. Is it Deliver us from evil or is, is it just Deliver us? Deliver us from from, from evil. evil. It was okay. with um, Eric Bana was in it. Yeah, I, I saw the, but again, like, if I was with my wife at the time, I probably didn't watch it because she's not very in, much into horror. Oh, um, I didn't see it. Oh God, no! I just sorry looked up like a trailer and scary as <laughs> shit. Like I don't know if you can see it, Eric. Wait, where is it? Yeah, like just that yep. picture alone. Oh, yeah. It's an interesting topic, you know. It's just just like aliens. Aliens is a very interesting topic because mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there's. <laughs> proof that there are you know i mean what was it the government like this last year oh, yeah, was just yeah. talking mm-hmm. about how yeah we've known about this for a while flying objects yeah and what's crazy to me about that is like we've had so much of a messed up 18 months or so because it really is not just 2020 there was a lot of stuff in 2019 that led into this mm-hmm. year and all that but we've had <clears> such a messed up world that we live in that the government releasing we know about aliens or we know about spacecrafts or unidentified flying objects, whatever. It was just like, yeah. just swept 
like yeah. the throat, like nah bro uh, like that's that's nothing <laughs> don't worry about yeah. it like no shit we know <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. Like, yeah i'm just surprised it's not talked about more yeah, yeah. no that's i like have I mean, because I, I they had released these videos, or I guess like Tom DeLonge's uh, To the Stars Academy, they had released it back in 2017, but the Pentagon was like, oh, no, no, that's all bullshit. And then so finally this year, they're like, okay, no, yeah, we've been studying these things. These videos are real. But it's like, and then, yeah, and nobody reacted to it at all whatsoever. I was like, no, but this is what you guys have been wanting. Why is no one talking about this? But, yeah, uh, and so far, a lot of the stories, uh, a lot of the interviews that we've had have all been like more paranormal, like paranormal as, as far as like ghosts and stuff like that, or spirits or entities stuff like that. And we're still kind of like waiting for that, you know, UFO yeah. experience to come along. So I, I'm I'm waiting. I can't wait to just go off on this alien. I've been waiting for somebody to give me something about aliens. I'm so excited about yeah. this like two minute conversation that we're having right now. <laughs> I, you know what? I I've never myself had had any. Um, experiences where like I saw anything in the sky or anything like that. Um, I personally hope it's a real thing yeah. because if, if this is it, if we are the only living things in the universe, kind of sucks. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of boring, you know? I feel like we can't be though. Like just out of all the billions and trillions and however many mathematically it's impossible. It's impossible for us to be the only living thing in the world. I mean, the, in the galaxy, in the universe, you know? Yeah. I, I I do hope that if whoever or whatever finds us or maybe has been around, um, I hope that we can, as a, you know, species you know as a planet be something worth their time you know and yeah like it would suck to be like all right no screw that place you know it's like driving by the hood and like i don't want to go in there (laughs) you know i I feel like that's what we are as you know as a society like what are we are we interesting enough that Mm -hmm. something capable of traveling you know millions and billions of miles or whatever cares enough to come here Mm-hmm. right to be around us but you know but maybe they were back in the day like there was all that all the talk about um uh what's his name bob lazar and all yeah. all his experiences and how you know how he was treated and you know ridiculed and and you know spent decades of his life trying to back up his stories and then out of nowhere they're just like yep it's all real and he's sitting back like what the fuck <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah i've been saying this forever <laughs> You, you guys changed my the course of my entire life because you wouldn't let me get the you know the word out. He was just trying to. I mean, I guess at the time they really did, they really didn't like anybody being like a whistleblower. Um, but now he's sitting back like I told you, you know. So who knows? You know, who, who if if an alien lands in my driveway, he better be cool. That's all I know. Right? Yeah. Just be, just be cool. Because <laughs> you know, I've seen it. I've seen Independence Day, and that didn't work out well. <laughs> Yeah, you know, alien stuff is uh, it's interesting. It's just one of the, again one of those things. I don't know. I think for me, I'd want to I'd want to believe more in that. As far as no, that's not the right way to say it. Um, my brain would go more that direction than paranormal. Mm-hmm. Um, because again, if that is something, it's going to be tangible. I'm gonna, you know what I mean. I'm going to be able to punch it in the face if I had to right? <laughs> yeah. or, you know, give it a big hug. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know. Cause that to me, that's more interesting. It's it, 
it's not even interesting. It's not even the right word. It's just where I'd be attracted to if I had to go two different paths. I guess wow. it's more interesting. Like that's what, like you said, it's more what you're, I mean, it's not the, whatever you say is not the wrong thing to say. You can yeah, say right. it however <laughs> you feel like we're, nobody's judging you. We're not judging you. Like it's like for me, it's like Michelle, Michelle has said multiple times that she's like, she's like into the paranormal stuff, but like what her brain usually likes to go more towards is like alien stuff. And I'm more, you said something. I, similar. I, 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 the, like fork in the road i can go either way you tend to just go paranormal way when i'm like but aliens can also be yeah i guess it's also just because (laughs) of the fact that i've like out of all the paranormal experiences that we've had i think we've had maybe one that could possibly have been an alien that i know of Mm -hmm. you know uh i mean maybe there have been more but for me like most of the experiences that the experiences that i've had are more like spirit entity type experiences so i guess that's why i lean more towards one than the other and i guess for you you know well i i was just gonna say like the the reason when you're talking about poltergeist activity and i was like you know what else it could be is aliens Mm -hmm. like yes it was a joke but actually not really like that it could all possibly be the same thing you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like when we don't understand any of it but that's what people or at least, like I said, the podcast that I was listening to that kind of like brought that up was that, I mean, we don't understand any of this. Like it could all be like an interdimensional like thing that we don't know. And it, mm-hmm. it all just is in the same world, but it's not this world. So we don't understand it. We don't get it. We we don't have science to like prove it yet or whatever, if that makes sense. It's just. Well, I guess that does make sense because again, in that movie Interstellar, like uh he's moving the books books. yeah Yeah, he's moving Mm -hmm. the books so then the girl's like oh my friend and the dad's like what are you talking about and so like you kind of think oh is it a ghost but no it was him in that fourth dimension kind of like moving the books being a poltergeist yeah exactly exactly i guess i just made your point for you yeah thank you there you go (laughs) i mean we really appreciate you coming on here with us and i know you said it's you know i don't want to uh, you said like something about it being an honor type of thing, but it's more of an honor for us having you on. And we really appreciate you being on here and being so open and, you know, willing to share stories. Um, I know it's like for us, it's, I don't know. I, I feel like <clears throat> that's how you, you can have people connect more to, to what they're listening to. Just the people coming on here being so personal, you know what I mean? And, and I really enjoy Absolutely. that. And, and um, yeah. I, I guess, you know, what I mean by like, by being, you know, being an honor is I, I mean, Erica, this is my first experience with you, right? Um, mm-hmm. But you know, I've, I've known your sister for a couple years now, not mm-hmm. too much, right? Um, but I know, Michelle, you as a person that you have, um, it takes a lot for you to express yourself, and when you do, yeah. it, it means a lot, right? Mm-hmm. It's it, it, you don't just talk to hear yourself talk, and yeah. that's why when you first posted about doing this podcast, um. I was like, shit, I got to listen to it because I know that if you got something to say, you have a lot of thought and a lot of meaning behind it, right? Yeah. So I know that's really important to you. So I was like, you know what? Let me help out. Let me try to, you know, give you guys something else to go with, you know, and somebody mm-hmm. else, especially I, th- I thought it would be kind of interesting too, um, hearing from somebody like me that's not like a strong believer, you right? Know, that maybe does have his skeptical opinions and doubts and and i don't know i mean it could be bullshit it might not be i don't know you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so i thought that might have brought like an interesting flavor on so that's that's why i was like you know 
big reasons why I was excited to be on here. No, and and I mean you're spot on. I sometimes I wonder why I even started a podcast because I hate talking. Like you said, like if I say something, it's because like it it does mean something. And but other than that, like I'm not really going to say much. So yeah, the fact that you kind of caught on to that, it, yeah, you're right. And um, I I loved having a semi skeptic, someone like kind of on the fence. Like that's it's perfect because yeah, it's cool if everyone's a believer, but that's not reality. So to have mm-hmm. someone that's kind of like borders it, that that's perfect. No, we, we definitely needed that. So I appreciate that. And it, you know, like I said earlier, it ties back to what we were talking about, like what a poltergeist is and how that can come about. And as soon yeah. as you said that, Eric, I was like, shit, that's exactly what just happened. We had yeah. nothing but negativity in my house for a little while. And then boom, something happened. Mm-hmm. Like, I, yeah. I, I yeah. get it, you know? It, so talking about things can always always make you think a different way and open yeah. your eyes to different things. And hopefully more people will be a little bit more open to the possibility of there being something instead of just mm-hmm. immediately shutting it down. Yeah. Right? yeah. And whether it actually turns out to be real or not, I don't know. Right. But to be open and allow for, you know, you know, open dialogue and all that. I think like, like platform like this is really awesome to let people speak their minds and, you know, talk it out i mean this is the most i've ever talked about this stuff uh, yeah. <laughs> like it'll be a passing you know a little ghost story here and there around a fire pit but that's like an this hour is the and most a half of ghost stories and, 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 yeah, hey listen I'm awesome. having, this is great this is you know one of the highlights of my weekend right now oh, uh that's yeah, awesome you know, doing this so hmm. appreciate it guys thank you yeah i know for sure um, is there anything i mean i obviously know that you have school in jersey if you want to like promote that as far you know as far as promotion goes you know i'm, I'm the owner of, of a martial arts school in jackson new jersey ernie reyes west coast world martial arts of jackson um if anybody in that area is looking for a school check us out right that'd be awesome um but anywhere else in the country if there's an ernie reyes school that's the place to go um find it if you got to drive a half hour 45 minutes it's worth it you know it find, one, Can confirm. find one get there um so you know, check it out, ErnieReyes.com. And yeah, that's my shameless cool. plug. Right? No. <laughs> yeah, awesome. I mean, uh, and, and the link, guys, will be down in the description of our YouTube channel. And uh, we'll post that on Facebook as well. So that will link to to that. So y'all can check it out. If you are in the area, you can you can find that too. I love how you're pointing down below as if anybody can see you right now. It's pretty hey, great. <laughs> got to practice because one day it is going to be on video. So I got to start practicing now. There you go. Okay. All right. All right. So um, <clears throat> just one more time. Thank you so much for being on. We really, really, really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thanks, okay. So. All right, guys. So that was my buddy, Keith. Uh, what'd you think of his stories? It was a lot. I I definitely think there's some poltergeist. I don't know who it was. Maybe him, maybe not. Maybe one of his sisters or his brother. But I definitely think there might be something to that. Yeah. Well, I mean, and he said that his uh, siblings were all like 10 plus years older than him. So, I mean, I would imagine like I I had kind of brought up that poltergeist activity happens when like people are going through puberty and whatnot. And like, I'm sure it was like a household full of of that so yeah that could be a thing but i'm just excited he brought aliens into it even if it was for like five minutes (laughs) got my fix yeah well i mean i hope i hope we do get some more uh i guess alien stories just because like again i think we've only had like one experience that could possibly have been aliens and then Mm -hmm. 
I don't think I've had any other experiences besides that. You know, there's not a lot of people that I know that have had any kind of alien experiences. So I hope somebody out there can, you know, send us a message or, uh, you know, that wants to be interviewed, hopefully. Uh, and if not, just write it in um, because that would be interesting to to listen to, to hear. Yeah. And speaking of sending in stories, if you guys want to reach us, you can check out our social media. I'm going to turn it over to my brother because I can never remember the handles. So, brother? Um, yeah, our Instagram is at We Believe Do You Podcast. Our Twitter is at WBDY Podcast. Our Facebook is We Believe Do You Question Mark. Uh, or you can also get us at, at We Believe Do You Podcast. And our email is We Believe Do You at gmail.com. So if you have anything that you want to write us, stories that you want to write in in English or Spanish, uh, you can go ahead and do that. Or if you want to write us to tell us that you want to be interviewed, uh, just let us know and we can uh, set up a time and a day for us to to go ahead and do that with you guys. Because uh, we really want to, like I said, hear those uh, stories, whether it be ghost related or Bigfoot or uh, UFOs, anything paranormal, paranormal, anything unexplained. So. Yeah, uh, give us a shoot us a message and uh, follow us on all our, our social medias uh, on our Facebook and on our YouTube as well. Hit the like, the subscribe, and uh, hit leave the notification bell. Review. Oh, yeah, leave a five star review on Apple Podcasts as well. So, uh, yeah, do all that stuff because we love you guys. We want to keep putting this content out for you because we believe. Do you? 